I realized on my break that like, yeah, all these other people are creating and that's amazing, but a lot of them are creating out of lack or feeling like they have to keep up with other people. And I don't want to, number one, I don't want to be a part of that crowd, but I also want to truly be inspired by God, by my family, by the things that are happening to me rather than just what's happening out in the world and what Susie's doing and Sally's doing. Like I didn't want to feel like I had to keep up. And so to get rid of that mindset, I realized if I implement this like daily, weekly rhythm of taking a break, I realized there's inspiration all around me, like in my home, in the way that my like child acts, um, in the way that like, you know, I have a moment with my husband and it's not like I'm trying to create content out of, of, out of everything, but I'm enjoying the life that God's given me and out of enjoyment comes inspiration, you know? Um, so I think I just want to like silence that lie because I think there's a lot of people that think if I'm not constantly like consuming other content, that's going to inspire me, then I can't create content. Cause where am I going to get this inspiration? But the inspiration is in, in here, it's not out there. Um, so if anything, it can make you feel inferior and like, you're not keeping up. So, uh, that is one realization that I had that really changed everything for me. Hi, and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm so excited to have you here as I have one of my very good friends and almost like I call her my little sister, Chelsea Hurst. And she, let me just introduce you to her first. If you don't already know her, she is um, a new mama of a sweet, sweet, precious little boy, Hudson. Um, She's kind of, would you still consider yourself a newlywed? Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) She's still in that newlywed stage. They had a, they had a baby very young and she has been, um, she got started in her business that she does at 13 years old. And she started on YouTube making lifestyle videos really, you know, took off with it and, she is mainly growing her business and her, her mission and her ministry online with her husband. They do a lot of ministry work. And I, she recently took a month, I think it was a month long fast from social media. And it really, I've been struggling with social media for a while now. And it really was encouragement to me to see her in the platform and the status that she is at. And I wanted to have her come on the show to just talk about her experience with social media, 
creating good habits, because this show is all about creating good habits in our home, in our family life, in our budgets, in our home maintenance, all encompassing for healthy habits in ourself and in our home, and also creating boundaries to go along with it. So I really wanted to have her on to tell her story, tell her experience, and give you a little bit more encouragement. So without further ado, let me welcome you, Chelsea, to the show. Hey, Lisa, it's so good to chat with you. I feel like it's been forever since we've talked personally, but uh, I, I love this topic. I feel like it needs to be talked about more. And I know I can imagine the people who are listening now probably do feel a sense of either burnout or frustration with the way they be, they've been doing things and, and they want change. And so hopefully we can talk about that today. I love that. I love that. So will you first just get started in telling, I mean, I shared a little bit about how you got started online to begin with, but just tell about yourself personally, your testimony and whatever else you would like to share from your heart to give people, give people a sense of who you are, what you do and your family, your work and your ministry. Yeah, for sure. So I started online whenever I was a teenager. So I was going into like eighth grade, I think. So I was very young and I was bored in the summer, just trying to find something to do because it was just so hot outside and nobody wants to stay out in like a hundred degree weather all day. Um, and YouTube was very new at the time. There's a lot of comedians that were first getting their start. I could name a ton of them. Most people probably don't remember <laughs> these people, but um, like the annoying orange Jenna marbles, like the typical, like comedians that started like the OG YouTubers, basically I, I watched them and I got inspired. And then I saw this whole niche online around makeup. And I was just kind of testing the waters when it came to makeup for a while. And I think that's about the time where a lot of girls like start experimenting with like, what can I do to my, you know, eyelashes and my um my face like what can I change about it to make it look cooler or you know whatever fill in the blank so I started doing like costume tutorials where I turned my face into like Barbie and you know a vampire and like all these things for like Halloween which I found really fun and then over the years it really morphed into more lifestyle content um content around basically like prom homecoming like things in high school um because I just I enjoyed that so much and I loved like the documenting side of things rather than the uh editorial side and anyways the years went by and I met Jesus I I like started a relationship with him in high school and he completely changed my life and I started sharing my faith online as well Sorry. Can it's you okay. That? It's okay. live. You, you edit this, right? <laughs> yeah, I can let, I can edit it. Okay, cool. Um, so basically shifted so, so much from that moment of, of walking with the Lord. And I started sharing my faith and then lifestyle. And, um, as I grew older online, I met my husband and like five years into doing YouTube, we started doing some things together, started a podcast and we're married three years now. Uh, tomorrow, I actually turned 24. 
and I have a little baby Hudson and it's been so, so fun. Like I could talk so much about the journey about how, um, God's just been so faithful through it all. And it's just been so cool to look back on, but I think like more now than ever, I just, I feel a sense of gratefulness for the choice to be online, even though it's come with a lot of challenges, uh, and a lot of things I'm not sure, like everybody would like to process through, but it's made me the person I am today. And, you know, we're all grateful for the past that we come from. And yeah, I just, I really, I hope that like now with my perspective on social media, since the break that I took, uh, that I can have like more of a healthier mindset and come to it, like ready to share and ready to show up with a more fulfilled attitude before there's ever any results thrown in my face. Um, yeah, it can be, it can be tough because there's so much around social media that's super data driven and, Mm -hmm. uh, that can make you feel like you're not living up to the next person, but that's why you have purpose in what you do. And in this podcast, you're like, okay, um, I care about the everyday mom who's just trying to figure out their life and get organized and, you know, feel on top of their day and not feel overwhelmed by this, this, and that. Um, that's kind of how I view yours because it helps me in that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think you, you have to take the good with the bad with, with anything. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm really grateful for how I grew up online. And now today, like we're focusing more on ministry together as a couple, uh, Nick does a lot more speaking and we travel as a family, uh, doing events at different churches and denials and all that stuff. And it's been awesome to live a more private life in that way. Yeah, I love that. And I remember um, some of the conversations, some of the mentor conversations that we had right before you had your baby. And I was kind of telling you, you're probably not going to want to share every single detail, even though, you know, as influencers, and I consider myself a micro influencer, you, you have a much bigger audience than me because you've been doing it a lot longer. But as, as like influencers per se, we, um, we struggle with the, the fine line of how much we say, because we want to be an encouragement and we feel like sometimes to be an encouragement, we have to share everything and be completely exposed. And that's really hard to find that balance and those boundaries for ourselves. So for you, you've been online for all these years, you've been on social media, and then you transitioned from, from just being, you know, Chelsea by herself to then being Chelsea and Nick with your husband, then it morphing into now I'm a mom. And I also have to think about the privacy of my son. So, and I watched you and I witnessed you transitioning to into motherhood. So what became the struggle and what became like the mental, you know, your mental thinking through all that, that made you want to take a break? Because I I can't remember what month it was that you took a fast from social media, but what led up to that point? Yeah, I'd love to explain that. It was January. So the very beginning of the year, which I feel there's a, there's a tie to like January as if you have to get a running start to all of your goals. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to 
not do that and <laughs> just like, <laughs> no, do the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Reverse, reverse the curse in a way of like everybody, you know, thinking new year, new me. Um, I'm like, I really want to become new in every facet. And the only way to do that is to shut off all of this for a while. Yeah. So the moment that I had basically the epiphany, I feel like it was a moment progression over time. I don't think there was like one, like big time where I was just like, man, I have to do this. But, um, I definitely was feeling that struggle, like that inward tug of, I know that the content that I produce is purposeful, but it's not, it's not fulfilling for me anymore. Like I was basically just creating to stay on schedule and to Mm -hmm. like, you know, keep up to be visible. Yes. And because so much of social media is feeding the algorithm and just Mm -hmm. like staying present. Yeah. And a lot of the YouTubers that I started with no longer do YouTube. And I, I get why, you know, it's not easy. So the moment that I realized that I, I just really need to take a break was, uh, after I had had Hudson, there was this progression in my heart that was just basically like, Hey, you are not well inside. Like you need to take some time on yourself to just, um, to really figure out how this has changed you as a person. Like you've done all this processing publicly. And I really think God was just calling me to be private for a while so he could really reveal this is who you are as a mom this is who you are as a wife this is the the part I want you to play like in your home and online and what that'll look like Um, but it's so hard to do that when you're constantly working like and you're not you're not allowing yourself that time to reset Uh, and you and I had just recently talked about how you're going to take a break and I just I'm so excited for you because I know that like purposeful vision comes from like the quiet place, you know, just like realizing what is missing within yourself so that you can get that healing, that time, like by yourself where nobody else is really looking to applaud you or give you constructive criticism or, you know, and I even took time away from like talking so much like friends and family, like in a lot of ways, I just silenced a lot of things. Yeah. And, um, it it was so good for my soul, but I think it was long overdue. Like people should do this more regularly, not Mm -hmm. wait 10 years to when you feel so bubbled up with burnout and what the heck is going on. Um, it just needs to be more of a regular thing. So I think yearly, I'm going to take about a month off or so, because it's just so good to refocus, reset, figure out exactly like what that year is for. Right. Um, so yeah, that was the moment I think becoming a mom births a new person in a way. Like I love to say that because (laughs) like the moment that I had him, I think he wasn't the only one that was born. I feel like in a way, like I, a new person in me was born. Um, yeah, I can sound weird, but you know, just as (laughs) Yeah. There's so much to it, but yeah, yeah, that was kind of the progression. Yeah. So what, what would you say was your biggest struggle with social media? Um, just in the last like year or two, um, you know, I, because for me, 
like I use social media for a lot of my business, me and you, we got connected in that way where we were doing business together for a while. Um, and so Mm -hmm. I know my purpose for utilizing social media as a tool for my business and also for my, my ministry, because I love to encourage, I love to uplift other moms. So I, I have those two things, but then I know for me, I get caught up sometimes I go on there to share, to put out the content, to encourage, but then I get sucked in to the comparison and I'm like, oh, well, look at this person. They're doing well in their business or look at her. She's so great of a mom and she loves her kids. What was it for you that was, you know, that social media caused for you, you know, that wasn't just as enjoyable? Yeah, that's good. A big part of it for me was seeing the way that things performed um, back in the day, like where I was in my successful days, as you would deem by metrics, you know, successful as in views and likes and whatever. Uh, I now am redefining success for myself because that has to, that has to happen to have longevity. But as far as uh, the struggles that I had, it was very similar to you. Like definitely the comparison thing started to happen. Like jealousy, um, was rooted in my heart and it didn't feel good. Like I hate the feeling of wanting so badly to just like, look at, for example, like another mom and be happy that she's taking care of her baby well, and that her home is in order and that, you know, that they have a great system. But what I, failed to realize in the in the whole mess of jealousy and comparison is that I'm only seeing a small part of the picture Mm -hmm. um and I was challenged in this area this past week I'm doing social media differently differently now so I'm doing movements on social media so each week week and a half two weeks sometimes I'm taking a topic like jealousy and I'm walking it walking through it with the people who follow me and I made a graphic and like shared my thoughts on jealousy and what I really believe the Lord was teaching me. But then like on the last day where I was going to share things on it, um, the Lord was like, you know, you need to go to that person that you've had like consistent jealousy over and you need to like confess it. And I'm like, uh, oh, that's weird. God, like (laughs) I've never heard of anybody doing that. Like (laughs) you usually keep that stuff to yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, and I decided to do it anyway and just caught up with the person and said, um, like, I think that the enemy's really been holding us above my head, like making me believe lies about you that are not true because social media is, it allows us to view people in a light that is skewed. Like it's not their true life. Um, And I told her, I said, I want to champion you and be there for you. And it's really, really tough to have this jealousy in my heart and you not to know, like, I just want to say, I'm sorry that I've been viewing you this way whenever it's just not true. I know that it's not true of you. Um, And she had no ill feeling. She was like, no, that's totally not weird. If anything, it speaks to the fact that the Lord is actually speaking to you and you listen, you know, a lot of people have the Lord speak to them, but they don't listen. And I think that was me for a long time, but I think in order to have change, you have to like lean into the uncomfortable things. Yeah. And 
Um, so I'm not saying that you can do that for every random stranger <laughs> you see on the internet, no. but whenever it comes to people in my literal circle, um, I don't want that to ruin relationships. And so I saw this reel on Instagram of this guy that I follow. And he said, listen up, if you have jealousy in your heart, you need to go to your friend. If they are close friends, friends of yours, like get that out there on the table early before it infiltrates other things. And I'm like, okay, Okay. (laughs) like that's the exact thing that I saw on the week that I was covering jealousy. And I'm like, okay, this guy never talks about jealousy. And all of a sudden he is. And there's just something I'm missing. (laughs) So I I leaned into it and um, yeah, I'm so, so glad I did. And I hope that I can continue that rhythm because I feel like it brings freedom and like liberation from just feeling bogged down. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was just about to say, I bet you feel so much freedom and just that weight lifted off of you. Um, Yeah. And I had a friend call me out yesterday that when these people trigger us, whether it's jealousy, whether it's anxiety, whether it's, you know, you name it, we Mm -hmm. are idolizing them. We are putting them in a position to where they have authority over us. And I felt really called out about that. And so proud of you. Let me, let me just catch people up on the podcast up to speed with where you're at on social media. You have on Instagram, 480,000 followers. So this is, this is not like, you know, a couple of hundred friends. This is like real influence. And I want everyone to hear that Chelsea is a real person working through these thoughts and these struggles with social media. And she's even, like she said, she revealed to you that she's, she has jealousy and she's dealing with those struggles just like you would. And she wanted to be free from it. So she went to the person because God laid that on her heart. Not like, like Chelsea said, you're not going to do that for every single person that you feel insecure about or inferior to, but like lean into those things. It might be that you are happy for that person, but you might need to take a break from following that person. You can actually mute people. Um, You know, I've had to do that before in my own life. So um, I just applaud you for doing that. How, how did that make you feel like what, when you decided to take this break from social media, did you take also take a break from creating YouTube videos? Everything. So everything deleted all of my apps for a week, uh, not a week (laughs) for a month, for a month. Okay. How did you feel? Was that scary for you? Were you worried because you make money off, off of the content that you create? Were Mm -hmm. you worried that you weren't going to have enough to provide. What are the fears that went through your head? Because some people, even like, you know, network marketers who use social media for their business or small businesses using social media for their business, they worry that their business is going to either like plateau or that it won't continue to thrive if they take a break like this. So can you talk through some of those fears that you may have had going into this? Yeah, for sure. So I had all of those fears that you just listed about like not being able to make ends meet. And what if, you know, in that like pace of, of the break, like uh, just all of a sudden become irrelevant. Um, and in a way 
like my audience has niched down from what it used to be. There used to be a lot more people that would watch, but now it's just a very core group of people. Um, and I prefer it like that in a way, but uh, those fears went through my mind and the whole sphere of like creating content for a living Q4 is like a very big part of the year. So a lot of like ads that I was placing in YouTube videos happened November, December. So thankfully I was like of the mindset, I knew I was going to take a break in December, but I was like, okay, let's get these videos out, get them done. And, um, so while I'm taking a break, I'll be getting paid for those things that I had done in the previous month. So in a way I was just preparing myself for the break. Um, I think that there are certain things that we can do to like set us up better so that we can rest well. Right. Um, because if you just kind of go in it and just like, man, I'm just so done. <laughs> and you like do it solely off of emotion. Then like what happens whenever you start to feel those feelings that you're like, okay, but what if, what if, what if, um, and you don't have like really a plan in place to set your mind at ease whenever those things do come up and you're on your break and you want to be at peace. So I had gone through all of those fears beforehand and I was like, okay, this is the tendency that I have. I'm going to think through these things in this way. How can I truly like take time off and let it be time off rather than like a burden? Um, so yeah, I, I just, I let Nick know like maybe a month or two before. And even during that time, he had gotten like a side job to be able to, um, if we didn't have YouTube income at all, we would be fine. Yeah. So that has been a blessing because I think the Lord's been leading us in that direction because yeah. we eventually want all of our income to be off of social media. That's yeah. also one thing that we're trying to do. Um, so those fears are valid and whatever the fear may be of like piecing out, taking a break, like just walk yourself through those what if scenarios so that you can feel prepared whenever it does happen. Cause it most likely will, you will have those things come up. Oh, definitely. Because once I talked to you about it, because I was having, you know, I've, I've struggled with the anxiety of social media and it's mainly for me, not only the comparison, but the keeping up the, like you want to expand your friend circles, but social media expands it so far that you just feel like you're responsible for so many relationships. And that's very overwhelming for me. And I teach a lot about minimalism. And I felt like I was not embodying a minimalist lifestyle with all the relationships that I was creating on social media. And um, so I went to you, you know, I, I mentioned to you, hey, I need to take a break. I need to take a fast from this. But then once I said that, once I determined in my heart to do that, then the opposite happened. Instead of the freedom, I felt anxiety because I was like the what ifs, the, I don't have things in place, the, and so instead of going cold Turkey, I'm weaning myself off of it and taking like, you know, starting with muting, muting a lot of my friends, a lot of my followers so that I'm using social media as like a, place that I can repurpose the content that I'm creating on my blog, on my podcast and still having it there, but then training people, training my, I hate to say audience, but my followers, my friends that 
that a lot of the good stuff is going to be off of social media. This is just a second way. So I'm starting that process of switching gears instead of putting everything in one basket, putting it in different places. So I think that's such a good point to bring to people's attention. Instead of just going cold turkey, setting yourself up to where you're gradually, you know, building it to you where you can take a break. So if you are somebody who has a business that's been built on social media, like Chelsea said, get your systems in place, get your, you know, content ahead of time in place that way you can allow yourself to just break. Yeah, that's really good. Cause I, I wish I could just say your fears aren't going to come true. 99% of the time, your fears don't come true. But in this scenario, your fears are your own mind playing right. a part in your break. So it's not necessarily like Goliath going to swallow you whole, but you're going <laughs> to think through things that you wish you could just, you know, not think through, but they're going to come up. So it's just, it's smart to just think ahead. Right. So I know a lot of people that are probably listening to the show, probably 99% of my, you know, listeners are not building a business online. So really quickly, can we just talk about the freedom that you experience from taking a break and how sometimes even just people who are consuming content on a regular basis can get addicted to it, how social media does create addictions and then how fasting or taking breaks, even if it's not for a month, but like the habit of taking breaks, what can you just talk through some of those things? Definitely. So I didn't realize this was there until I was away from all media platforms for a while, but I was definitely addicted. I think a lot of us are addicted to platforms like in our downtime in any spew, any, any time where there's like a moment of silence. It's like, what do I do? Oh, so subconsciously, I'm going to open this app um, and I'm just going to scroll. And I realized on my break that like, I, I, you are not wired to consume all of this media of like so many people's lives. Like what were, what was connection originally supposed to be? Like, we're supposed to have our community of people, our small circles around us, like in person and social media allows us to feel in some regards close to very many people, but it's so shallow that it's hard to have in depth relationships unless we're like, unless we're, you know, seeking them out in person and truly having a balanced life with social media. Yes. So uh, for the everyday person, that's just really trying to find balance in their life. Like, having that break, having a time away to allow your mind to realize what it's like without it, it allows you to see the gaps in the day that you could literally be filling with so much more fulfilling work. And I realized my tendencies after a month off and I saw it in other people too. I'm like, why are these people on their phones all the time? (laughs) You know, like, um, like, yeah, there's like people out in the world there's things to see people to do um not things to see people to do like you know what I mean just like (laughs) um, activities to do (laughs) yeah exactly so yeah it was just like crazy what my mind was like going through I felt like I was like unwiring this addiction um and it took 
probably about two weeks to almost like detox my mind uh, of that constant being there. Um, and especially not only like being so present on social media, but constantly being in the state of creating, yes. like creating, 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 um, that got old. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, man, like my, not only my brain needs rest, but like my heart needs rest to just, to just enjoy moments for myself. Yes. And, um, I think like I loved after about like the, the two weeks went by where I felt like I was detoxing. And then the other two weeks went by where I was starting to get all this inspiration. And I felt like, wow, this is like hitting me out of nowhere. Um, and I feel like I am going to go into this with so much of a better mindset with better boundaries, um, with protecting myself better, like with taking weekends off, like, and not having any shame in that, because if I can take a month off, I can take weekends off from my phone you know? Yeah. So, so tell us, um, so I I've been, you know, following you on social media. I don't follow it. I I muted you right now. (laughs) Don't, (laughs) don't be offended by that. I'm muting everybody at the moment. Um, but when you came out of, you know, your fast, you had on your refrigerator, your boundaries, like they were clear, they were written, they were visible. Like, tell me what boundaries you created. Why did you put them on your refrigerator? Has that been helping you? What kind of habits did you, healthy habits did you create with social media because of this? Yes. So I feel like right after the break, I was very strict as far as like my boundaries. And I think it does take doing that um, to ease back into it because after such a long break, you're like, how do I move forward from this? Like, I love my life so much without this. Like, that's what I had the realization of was, man, I, I want to come at this from a totally different place because the place that I was in led me to burnout, frustration, and lack of purpose. And I don't want to end up in that place again. Right. Um, so the boundaries that I laid out for me was, boundaries around like wind down time at night. Like whenever I have a few hours after my son goes to bed and I can either spend time with my husband or I can sit down and read a book or we can have dinner and watch a movie. Now this doesn't always happen now because sometimes that's the only time I have to like create a graphic or whatever. Um, like my wind down time is also the only time I have to work. Um, but like phone always goes off at this time, you know, every night. Um, and there's even like parameters you can set around your phone now for like downtime and then a personal focus mode. So I put a focus on my phone, uh, to where like, I can only access things at certain times of the day, uh, downtime, like silences all of my apps and doesn't allow any notifications to go through except the ones that I want to go through. So like text from my mom or my husband or whoever. Um, and then also weekends off of Instagram. I just delete the app. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't by that time, like by the end of the week, I feel like I've given a lot. Like, I feel like I've emptied the tank as far as creation Yeah. and I just need to be with my family or I need to, to rest. So I've allowed myself to have that rhythm and I look forward to it because that's where I get filled up. Yeah. 
I love so. that. I love, and I love everything that you said about how, when you detox from the social media, that your creativity just like exploded and you felt like rejuvenated. And the same thing happens on the weekend when you take your break and you feel rejuvenated to be able to pour into people again. And I feel like that's what God intended us. That's why he gave us a Sabbath so that we can serve and work for the six to, you know, the five to six days that, you know, we, we have all the energy for, and that we're really supposed to take rest and take Mm -hmm. breaks. And yeah. And I want to say one last thing. So yeah. on that topic with inspiration, I think a lot of us think that the only source of inspiration that we can have is from others who are creating, but that's actually one of the most depleting places I was finding inspiration. Um, I realized on my break that like, yeah, all these other people are creating and that's amazing, but a lot of them are creating out of lack or feeling like they have to keep up with other people. And I don't want to, number one, I don't want to be a part of that crowd, but I also want to truly be inspired by God, by my family, by the things that are happening to me rather than just what's happening out in the world and what Susie's doing and Sally's doing. Like I I didn't want to feel like I had to keep up. And so to get rid of that mindset, I realized if I implement this like daily, weekly rhythm of taking a break, I realized there's inspiration all around me, like yes. in my home, in the way that my like child acts, um, yes. in the way that like, you know, I have a moment with my husband and it's not like I'm trying to create content out of, of out of everything, but I'm enjoying the life that God's given me and out of enjoyment comes inspiration, you know? Yes. Um, so I think, I just want to like silence that lie because I think there's a lot of people that think if I'm not constantly like consuming other content, that's going to inspire me, then I can't create content because where am I going to get this inspiration? But the inspiration is in, in here. It's not out there. Um, so if anything, it can make you feel inferior and like you're not keeping up. So uh, that is one realization that I had that really changed everything for me. Cause I, I felt like I had freedom in that. I love that. I love that. And a lot of what you do see on social media is just duplicating duplication of somebody else's original idea. So once right. you get quiet, once you get in that solitude and you, that's when the originality blossoms. And, but a lot mm-hmm. of people are just afraid of of their own original ideas or they, they don't even know what they are because they're not allowing themselves the space to, to be quiet and to think, and to just allow God to blossom and grow something in them. That is original. That is just perfect for them. I, I hear, I've heard people say there is only one you, there is only one you mm-hmm. and you have a message and you have a voice and you have a purpose. And, um, when you're constantly looking at somebody else's then you're basically just duplicating their message and their voice. So, right. And that's kind of how the whole culture is with like viral videos. It's like, Oh, I got to use the trending audio and use this and use that to pop off. But you have to redefine success. So if you're in your home and it's easy to compare to the next mom, like you have to redefine what does success look like to you? Because if 
success is based off of like performative measures, then you're going to end up feeling empty. But if you have a success that's clearly mapped out for you um, and your family and what works for you, then you're not going to feel depleted or upset when somebody else is succeeding in their eyes or your eyes um, because you have already decided, no, this is what success looks like for me in my home, yeah. me and my house. Um, and I'm on a journey of like discovering what that's like for our family and yeah. for being on social media and everything. Um, it's definitely not like a one day fix thing. <laughs> it is not, it is not. I'm, I'm like, you know, 15, I guess 15 years older than you. And I will tell you that it is still a journey even now, even now. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the whole, that's the goal. The, the goal isn't a finish line. The goal is yeah. allowing yourself to evolve and to redefine and to, you know, it's just, it's just a process. Motherhood is a process. I mean, just being human <laughs> is a process. Yeah, so exactly. Well, Chelsea, thank you so much. I know you are a busy mom and you are doing amazing things. I just want to applaud you and Nick for your message for you leaning into what the spirit is telling you to do. And um, I'm so thankful to have you as a friend, as a role model. And thank you so much for taking the time to share your heart with us. I know it's going to impact a lot of people. Well, thank you for inviting me. I think your podcast is needed, <laughs> especially for people like me, who's just like, man, tell me what to do. I need it all written out. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, it's going to be helpful. We just need each other. We need community, but we need it, like you said, in person as well. And I have a whole nother podcast talking about how social me media has made me less social that I can't wait to share with people. So anyway, Ooh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I want to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I keep cutting you off. That's okay. All right, friend. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> I'm like trying to end it. <laughs> Sorry. You're fine. No, I love it. I, I don't, I don't do perfection. I'm over that. I'm over that. If Chelsea's message and ministry resonated with you, you can find her on Instagram at Chelsea Hurst, as well as YouTube at Chelsea and Nick. I know I personally found her message to be encouraging as well as inspirational and giving me the courage to take a break from social media. So that's what I'm doing starting today. I'm taking a break from social media during the season of Lent. I know it's going to give me time to simplify as well as rest my mind and also help me to create better habits and boundaries around social media. Will you join me, friend? All right. I'll see you right here next time on the Habits and Home Show.